This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. But you're not too late uh, for March Madness. We still have that to get to. So it's time to sharpen up on some of our betting strategies. So here's one, Jenks. How much do you think coaching matters when it comes to the big dance? I think it matters in a massive way. And you need to look no further than what's happening with Duke and North Carolina. Look at, mm-hmm. look, Duke is playing good basketball right now. They've won six straight. But as much as I could not stand Coach K, there's no question there has been a drop-off in the level of play. Same thing for North Carolina. Great run for Hubert Davis last year. But there's no reason, there's no reason whatsoever that North Carolina should be struggling the way that they are. And it comes, what is the common denominator? It's, it's coaching. And when you talk about coaches who get the most out of their players, know how to motivate, that's so much harder at the college level as well because you're dealing with kids. And keeping kids motivated this time of year when things aren't going well is difficult to do. And when you're trying to get the most out of your team, you can't necessarily rely on talent like you can in the NBA. So, yeah, I think coaching matters in a huge way. And guys who have that championship experience or who at least have that tournament experience that's something that, again, you can't necessarily quantify, but I would absolutely take that in consideration as far as your handicap is concerned. I think the way you quantify it is look at the last few teams who have won the national championship and look at their coaches. Let's go down the list. Bill Self of Kansas, Scott Drew with Baylor, Tony Bennett with UVA, Jay Wright, Roy Williams, Jay Wright, Coach K, Kevin Ollie of UConn, Rick Pitino, John mm-hmm. Calipari, Jim Calhoun of UConn. So you look at those names, that's like a Mount Rushmore of coaching. Exactly. No, it's it's the best to ever do it. Now, Kevin Ollie, you know, he's kind of gone up and down, but he still won a title. So, yeah, there's not many outliers there. It's, it's a sport dominated by blue blood programs, and generally not always those programs have Hall of Fame head coaches for a reason because these programs, if you come in there and you don't get it done at the level they expect, they will find someone who will. So I think that's, that's a very great list that you put out there. It just speaks to the fact that coaching matters in a massive way in college basketball. Yeah, way more than a lot of other sports, in my opinion, because it's still a place where the X's and O's definitely matter. Like, yeah, you can have great athletes and that attributes to it as well. Like you've got to be a great recruiter, but still the strategy and you'll see these teams that look pretty good for most of the game. And then they have to draw up a final play for a buzzer beater or to get, you know, one good shot off. I don't think there's anything more frustrating than watching a team and you need them to win. And their last play of the game, they don't even get a good shot up. There's nothing worse. Oh, I agree. It's like you guys, 
went to the bench and the coach drew up the play. <laughs> like you drew this up. You had time to plan this. And this guy dribbles into the corner and gets double teamed or you overthrow the pass trying to get a cross court pass for three. Oh, that's the worst. Like I'd rather you shoot an air ball than to not get a shot off. Oh my goodness. It makes you want to tear your hair out that and guys that just miss free throw after free throw. It's called a free throw for the love of God. Uh, although I do know that the pressure can be on at the end of some of these games. But the reason I was talking about coaching and how it can matter is because Texas Tech will now be playing in the first round of the Big 12 tournament without their head coach, Mark Adams. Uh, according to uh, Pete Thamel of ESPN and Jeff Borzello, uh, the University of Texas Tech has suspended Adams for a, quote, inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment so he's suspended this team will not have a head coach uh or they'll have a head coach but it'll be an interim head coach so is this a team that you fade because of that or do you think this is i don't know that much mark uh, about mark adams i'm gonna be completely honest here do you think this is a big loss for texas tech i think it's probably a good thing i don't think mark adams is long for texas tech there have been all sorts of reports that he just does not get along with the guys they play bad basketball and then this comes out where you're using bible verses referencing workers and teachers and slaves serving their masters like what are you doing here like what what at what point do you take a step back and say wait this is probably a terrible idea and when they're not playing good basketball anyway and there have been issues and at this point in the season at this point, this is what happens. Maybe these guys come out and play inspired basketball, but you have to be completely deflated if you're on that roster and this happens. And the weird thing is, we discussed this a little bit during the break, like if he's out at Texas Tech, there is a possibility that Chris Beard, who was at Texas, who came to Texas from Texas Tech, maybe he goes back to Lubbock. I don't know. Those charges against him in Austin were dropped. So he is free and clear to coach again if another university wants to take a chance on him. If he went back to Lubbock, that would be something else. I don't know if that's just pure speculation, but this does not bode well for the Red Raiders regardless. Yeah, if Vince McMahon ran college basketball, this is exactly what would happen. He would go back, you know, he would be accepted, he would be booed. It depends on huh. who the fans are, but you cannot argue the fact that Chris Beard is an excellent head coach. So uh, we'll see how that unfolds, but I, for one, am rooting for all kinds of drama. All right, so let's talk about some of the top 25 teams in action today in tournament finals and semis across college hoops. Uh, let's go to the West Coast Conference, number uh, of five seed, excuse me, BYU against number one seed St. Mary's. Uh, we have St. Mary's laying six and a half total. 130 and a half. I've been burned by St. Mary's before, mm -hmm. but they are a damn good team because it's in the same conference as Gonzaga. So everybody thinks of Gonzaga, but still, this is a good team playing a five seed, but a sizable spread here. Jinx, is there an angle here that you think people should know? Well, here's the thing. I see the early money coming in on BYU, and I understand why, because they beat the Gales in Provo earlier this year, and then St. Mary's back in Moraga won by, what, only six? But I, my gut, this is a gut play. I think St. Mary's going to roll in this one. Like Now it's time to get down to it, where St. Mary's is the number one seed in this tournament for a reason. They're a very good basketball team. The Cougars are 8-23 against the spread 
in their last 31 games as a dog. They also are at a huge rebounding disadvantage here. So I like I like St. Mary's. I like St. Mary's too. The the spread scares me just a tiny bit. But just looking at the home road splits, because that's another thing you have to consider uh, when it comes to some of these conference tournaments if they are not played at a team's home court. Because BYU is just two and seven away from BYU this year. Meanwhile, St. Mary's is a blistering 16 and two at home against the spread. They're not quite as good though. Uh, just nine six and two at home as opposed to BYU uh, against the spread away five and four. So not terrible. But still, I think if this game was at BYU, I think I'd give them a shot, but it ain't. So I'll go St. Mary's as well. This game's not at BYU, is it? I need to see where the West Coast Conference Tournament is. I believe it's in Vegas, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if anybody's getting into trouble. Probably not BYU, if anybody can no. be counted on. Uh, <laughs> to to no. adhere to their bedtimes and not be tempted by you know, the many, many temptations of Vegas. Maybe it's BYU, uh, but not really a factor. I am totally kidding. All right, so let's stay in the West Coast Conference. Six seed San Francisco against number two seed Gonzaga. Gonzaga laying a healthy 14 and a half, total 159 and a half. And we've seen this matchup before. And I was all sold on the dons of San Francisco to keep it close against Gonzaga. And I was wrong. Jenks. I'm a little gun shy, but we're seeing money come in on San Francisco. We are? Ooh, maybe it's coming back down. This line opened at 12 and a half, went to 14 and a half. So maybe now we're seeing some of that Don's money trickle back in. I can't do it. I, I just can't. I think Gonzaga is the right. I'm not going to bet either of these games. Gonzaga, by the way, has not been a moneymaker against the spread this season. But I, I just believe that the Dons are going to be outclassed here. And also, come tournament time, I know we've had that discussion about, oh, if you're in the Big Ten, if you're in the Big 12, you're going to be worn out for the competition. I, The WCC are not those conferences, but the Dons are coming off an overtime win against Santa Clara. So if you're talking about tired legs and teams that might be a little exhausted, I think San Francisco may qualify there. So I would lean Zags, but... I'm like you. I get a little tentative when I think about betting on this game. I think we're seeing money come in as I'm talking about like percentage of the bets because uh, it looks like the majority of bets are on San Francisco. Maybe it's a play just on this number because maybe at like 11 or 12 or whatever it opened at was not palatable to people. But at 14 and a half, it is a different story. I think this is too much of a coin flip for me. Because, yes, mm -hmm. I do think Gonzaga wins, but we've had a mixed bag of results from Gonzaga as double-digit favorites. Like, sometimes they'll come out and just absolutely wipe the floor with another team, uh, as we've seen them cover a 28.5-point spread, a 23-point spread. But also, they didn't cover a 16-point spread against Pepperdine. Uh, they didn't cover a 13-point spread, spread against BYU. So, I don't think there's a play for me here. I don't really like this game. Uh, let's move on to the two title games tonight uh, in the SoCon and the Sun Belt. Uh, in the SoCon, two really solid mid-major teams squaring off number seven seed Chattanooga against number one Furman. Furman laying seven and a half, total of 157 and a half. Good God, expecting a ton of points here. Furman won both the regular season matchups, 79 to 58 and 77 to 69. Chattanooga, however, has the makings of a team that can upset just about anybody. They've made more threes than any other team 
in Division One. But Jinx, sometimes that can be a little volatile to trust a team that is just bombing away from three. Yeah, that's the crazy thing about it is that if they miss, right, they can get blown out. The problem is, is that if they get hot enough, right, from three-point land and you shoot that many triples and you hit, then you can absolutely keep it within the number. I did not handicap this game, but, man, that's that's definitely going to be the one thing you have to look at if you're going to play this one. Also, sizable line movement. This one opened at eight, and it is now down to five and a half. When you're talking about small schools, I think that's notable because somebody is laying a ton of money on this. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.